Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Oldie But A Goodie. It's a podcast, like many podcasts, where we review movies. But the difference from other podcasts is we're reviewing movies from 94 uh, in the order they came out in. Uh, This film came out in the second week of February. This is the Mm. second week of February the episode's getting released on. So it all works quite nicely. We're going to discover... No, we're going to discuss, and perhaps discover, because we are historians, whether or not this film is an oldie or a goodie. My name's Sandro, that's Zach. Cheese. That was that was it. I just wanted to say cheese for some reason. Anyway. So before we started recording, I was like, Zach, just say something random when I introduced it's cheese. you. <laughs> cheese is the thing I went for. I, I don't happen. know what happens, but my mind went to cheese. It went through the different types of cheese. You got cheddar, you got mozzarella, mm. you got brie. I do love me some brie. Mm. The, the triple cream brie. How about smoked cheese? Smoked cheese. I'm not the hugest fan of smoked cheese. Really? Um, I, I feel like... If it's a soft smoked cheese, I'll go for it. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's my go-to, is smoked cheese. Well, there cheese. you go. We'll, uh, have to, we'll have to compare cheese notes We'll have to compare point. cheese we'll, notes one we'll, day. We should do a bonus episode called All About Cheese, which is we review cheese what's, from 1994. What's, that sounds great. <laughs> so dumb. Cheese made in 1994 or yeah. cheese that was popular in 94? Both. Just anything. It's either way, it sounds like we either may way. get sick afterwards. Yeah. Sounds like a plan to me. How about milk from 94? Oh, no, no, thank you. <laughs> Hard pass on that one. Anyway, what are we what are we reviewing today? Uh, today we are deciding whether or not My Girl 2 was an oldie or a goodie. Ah, My Girl 2. Yes. As in the sequel. Yes. To My Girl 1. That, it's not called My Girl 1, My it's Girl just called one. My Girl. No, it's called 1. Just like it's called Jurassic Park 1. Hmm. Or, um, hmm. what other things have sequels that I can put a one in front Star of? Star Wars, what, that, that there is, is a no, Star Wars that's one. that's that, okay. All right, um, Sandro, you had one job. Xbox One, wait, no, that's, that's confusing. A thing. This is going on way too long. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, yeah, my goal too is a sequel to a film. And we were yeah. like, how do we do sequels? How about, here's an idea, Sandro. Okay. How about you mm. watch the first one mm. first, okay. then watch the second one. Yep. And then I'll just watch the second one and have no idea what's going on. Well, it's a good thing you suggested that because that's uh-huh. exactly what we did. What? No way. <laughs> because I chose to review My Girl 2 this week. Yep. Um, I chose be- between two options. Yep. To be honest, they both looked pretty good. Okay. Uh, I did choose My Girl, but the other option was uh, a film called The Getaway. Oh, okay. It's Alec Baldwin and Kim Bassinger. Ah. And they're just like going around stealing stuff and driving cars and doing yep. crimes. That's a, that sounds pretty alright. Baldwin says it's one of his least favourite films. Okay. So I chose this one instead. Right, fair enough. But that one did look like a bit of fun. So yeah. You never know. 
Um, but yeah, we're doing My Girl 2. But first, what was the first one like? You may be wondering. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. Like, hey, how does this one relate to the first one? Seeing as I haven't seen the first mm. one. And there's some interesting things that mm. happen. Then I'm like, was that part of the first one? Is this new? I'm mm. not sure. Uh, My Girl 1, for some reason... My Girl 1 and 2 I believe are... it's called My Girl, not My Girl 1, Sandra. <laughs> the first one is is on uh, Netflix worldwide. Ah. So no matter where you are, you can watch it. Oh, the second cool. one is on Netflix in every country aside from Australia. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Um, but yeah, I checked out the, the, the first one. It came out in 1991. Yep. Uh, it's got 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't... That's, that's, that's... It's not bad, but... Like, it also has very Ooh. positive reviews. Roger uh-huh. Ebert gave it three and a half out of four stars. Okay. Which is excellent. You think it should have more? I think it should be uh, somewhere in the 80%, because I wow. thought it was very, very good. Really? Um, I really, really enjoyed it. Wow. It was okay. a big box office success as well. It made $60 million, which is Whoa. like tripling how much it made. Damn. That's a lot of, that's a lot of holler dollar. Um, but yeah, I'd say it's really good. Oh, yeah. So uh- it's about the main character, Vader... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Not not the Star Wars Vader. No. I was very confused as to whether or not that was her actual name or her nickname for, like, the first half of that film. Okay, yep. Because everyone's like, Vader. And I was like, hang on a second. Is this a a Star Wars reference? What's happening? Um, I think it's set in 72. Yeah. And it's her... uh, She lives with her dad. Um, Her mother passed away uh, shortly after she was born. Yeah. And her dad is a caretaker. Yep. uh, And funeral man. Yeah, played by Dan Aykroyd, uh, which is he's great. He's so good. Um, he's not he's not a great dad though. He sort no. of ignores her for most of the first film. Well, yeah, I mean he's a caretaker. I mean, like, yeah. there's a lot of warning signs to yeah. tell you he's not a good dad. <laughs> I feel I haven't seen the first one, but I can tell in this mm. movie he was like. Trying to be a better. He's dad. trying in the second one, and first yeah. one is not so much. Uh, okay. But Jamie Lee Curtis comes along and joins the uh, the family business. Woo. Turns out that she and Aykroyd uh, have a thing for each other. They get married, and the film is basically about uh, Vader being like, "Oh, people die. That's sad." Yeah. Um. Uh. And also being like, "Oh, my dad's marrying someone else. That's what's what this yeah, is no, not. This is, yeah. No. That's a lot to handle. Mm, it's death, a lot to handle that young death and marriage to make it worse. Hardcore hitting things. to make it worse. Macaulay Culkin's in that movie. Oh, uh, from Home Alone fame. Yeah. And he dies. Oh no. <laughs> so. Oh dear. They're best friends, and he goes off into the woods by himself at the very end. Gets stung by bees. Dies. And what? so, on top of wow. everything crazy going on in this film, Jesus. we've also got a dead kid. Jesus. <laughs> it's just full on. It's definitely a goodie for me. I'm, I'm going to have to check it out then, if you think it's, think it's, it's really a goodie. Good. Yeah. If you like those early, like, 50s or 60s Disney movies, like Mary Poppins, yeah. or like... Uh, I do like me some Poppins. Huckleberry and Finn, like, those yeah. sort of films. Or maybe even the Anne of Green Gables TV show, stuff like right. that. You'll yeah. like you'll love it. It's in oh, that sort of uh, vein, which is something I was a big fan of. Anyway, moving on to the main meal of this evening. Yum yum yum. Let's get <laughs> our stomachs no, ready. Please stop. Please don't. That was I made a joke and then you just <laughs> pushed it over the line. I was on a parapet of a cliff and you just whoosh. Just anyway, just pushed it over. Um, yeah, my goal too. Released February eleventh, ninety four. Yep. Uh, directed by the same guy as the first one. His yep. name is Howard Zeef. 
Bless you. It's the last. <laughs> it's the last film he ever directed. Uh, he oh. had pretty severe Parkinson's disease oh, and man. couldn't manage to work through it um, after this film. But he did manage to direct this one, which is really good. That's good. Um, he's done some very successful movies. The biggest mm. one is a comedy in the eighties called Private Benjamin. Oh. I think I've seen uh, yeah, it. Yeah, no, I think I've heard of that one as well. It was a pretty big box office hit. It yep. like got nominated for a bunch of Oscars and nice. got a TV show and they're thinking about oh, they, remaking yeah. it. So, yeah. That's cool. Um, but yes, like like the first one, the cast is the same. Dan Aykroyd is, uh, is Vader's dad. Harry, funeral director, doesn't <laughs> understand kids. Yep. You know what's going on. All he understands is coffins. He understands coffins. Uh-huh. He understands bowling. Yep. And he and sort of understands how to use a phone. Yes. Not entirely, though. <laughs> He's great. He knows how to play the saxophone. Yeah. Or the trumpet? No, the uh, tuba. Tuba. That's it. Tuba. It's very clearly mm. a tuba, because he plays a few ch- mad tunes during during the movie. He does, doesn't he? What a mad lad. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this one as well. Uh, yep. She plays Shelley. Main character, Vader. Played by Anna Chomsky. Um, she's been in a bunch of stuff, so she retired after My Girl 2 came out, uh, really? to finish high school and do uni, yep, but she's sense. returned Ooh. as one of the main characters of the TV show Veep. Ah! So, it's well, pretty good. there you go. Yeah. What did you think of her acting? She's overall? really good in the first one. Yeah. Uh, not as good in the second one. Oh, really? Um, but still pretty good. Okay. Uh, there was some forced jokes i think from yes. her but aside from now, that that was, was a point i was gonna get on if you hadn't noticed it i felt like some of the lines were really forced yeah not really forced but like forced and like half the time it felt like they were rushing through the script yeah it is a it, different writer to the first one as well so yeah no it's, it's really weird they for the first sort of half of the film it feels weirdly unnatural by, yeah, by the, I can see that. Yeah, yeah that, ju- that was just my personal take on it. Uh, by halfway, it starts getting a bit more like natural. They get mm. into a natural flow of talking. It's just really weird at first. I don't yeah. know. I wasn't really used to it. It was just, it was just a weird thing I picked yeah. up on. We don't know how much this film cost. Yeah, no idea. Oh, the okay. first one was about fifteen million, so I guess it's probably right. the same. Maybe probably, a little I, bit more. Seen as it's got it's more, more star power. I'd think it'd be like twenty at least. Yeah, because of course, like the cast members would want yeah, to get exactly. a little bit more and stuff like that. Yeah, except hey, a lot of cast members died in the previous movie. Don't have to pay for them anymore. <laughs> hey, got um, it. Uh, how much do you think it made? Um, I'm gonna say forty. Unfortunately, uh, it only made seventy million. Seventeen. 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 Wow. Which is not very oh, good. Oh, ouch. Um, it's got twenty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But just like the first one, I had a look, and none of them are credible critics that gave oh, them that really? score. It does have a cinema score of Ooh. B plus, though. B plus. Yeah, that's everything about the movie. Cool. Let's get let's, into it. Let's get right into the movie review. Oh, and again. <laughs> <laughs> How does it open? Uh, well, it has a pretty good opening, honestly, with um, the main character mm. just sort of suddenly being there. Yeah. And she starts saying some uh, interesting things <laughs> to just start you off the film. To... Just staring directly into the camera. Yeah, like, just... Uh, I got a sort of comedy vibe from it, mm. and I feel like that's the whole purpose obviously is yeah. to set that as the tone as a sort of comedy sort of vibe lighthearted. 
Um, she says, I remember before I was born, curled up in the highly overrated fetal position. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm not claustrophobic. <laughs> uh, so which is an interesting line to start off the good. film. It's good. Um, it no- sort of lays down the groundworks that her stepmom is pregnant now. That's kind of what yes. the intro is there to do. The, the first one did the same thing though but i feel like the yeah. first one was just slightly better yeah i feel i feel like that was like a a callback to something yeah um and like a callback to her being weird i don't yeah. know um i forget exactly what she says in the first one but it's something to do with she's got a bunch of illnesses and oh, she's okay. going to die soon and like oh nice it's pretty dark but it's also like hilarious it's yes. really really well delivered in and the that's first one. that's referenced to the fact that the film's about death. Yeah, yeah. And then this one, that's a reference to how the film's about babies. Pretty much. It's about motherhood and, and love, mothers. Love, and love, come on, come on. All those classic sequel things. Strike. Anyway, so it's set in uh, yeah, so 1970. That sort of flashes up. 1974. Uh, um, they're setting up a, a, a sort of funeral parlor. It cuts to them setting up this sort of funeral parlor mm. with with a, a coffin and the chairs. Mm. The dad's being very pedantic about how everything's supposed to be set. And then her friend comes over. Ju- Judy. Julia. Judy. No, yeah. Judy. We see a bit of her in the first one. She's friends with the people who bully Vader. And then when Macaulay oh. Culkin dies, they become friends. Oh, and then she's sort of in the first, in the second one for like five minutes, and then is yeah, in the quickly moved one, out of the she, way. She's there. She's like a character that come pops in mm. to scenes, but doesn't really do anything. No, I do like that scene though, because Judy comes in and is like, "What you doing?" And Vader just goes on a tangent about what dead bodies yeah look like when you get them out of the river (laughs) yikes yeah that was that was pretty funny where she's like describing how awful they look yeah and uh it was something about like swollen toes at one point yeah no it was a real solid gag where uh turns out uh judy is like yeah no i'm done with this (laughs) she just quits she just leaves she runs off uh and like one of the guys helping out makes a comment like yeah no i think you uh think you lost them at the the, the swollen toes. <laughs> yeah. Which is uh, rather amusing. Uh, I think they have some conversation about her moving rooms. So... The baby wants... Because yeah. they're having a new baby. Yeah. They want the room that's closest to the adult's room. Mm. Um, because then they can reach the baby easiest. Unfortunately, that's her room, so they have to sort of swap her out to one of the... Oh, yeah. They swap her out to the old grandma's room. That's right. That's where that comes in. So her grandmother was Wait. a not a main character in the first one, but was there. Ah. She lived in the same house as them. Okay. There's one point uh, in the first one where they are holding um, a funeral, and ah. the grandma gets loose from her room, oh, no. walks to the front of the funeral, and just starts singing opera. Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. At the same time, the worst. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> moving into your dead grandma's room, not... Not great. That makes it a lot worse than I thought it was, yeah, actually. Yeah, yep. yeah. So true. there you go. Uh, she is this very is opposed like... to this idea. 
Yeah. Um, and so Dan Aykroyd is like, hey, let's go bowling. Yeah. And they go they go bowling and he just tries to convince her to take the room. Yeah, no. Um, He pretends he's not trying to persuade her and she's like, yeah, so what do you want? And he's like, oh, nothing. I just wanted to go bowling. Yeah, what did you want? And he's like, well, I just think you should have this room. And she's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Dan Aykroyd is pretty funny in this. He d- yeah, he does a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how he w- how was he in the first movie. He was playing it pretty straight for the okay. first one. Right in this one, he's not as straight. He's more of like yeah, he's having a bit of fun. Yeah, in, no, it's it's more movie. comedy. Yeah, I felt from I him. Know. So there you go. I don't know where this is at in his career. I know there was some point where he uh, like he's into like weird cult stuff at the moment. I think what he thinks that um. That NASA scientists go into the sky to look for giant eggs. Okay. Just stuff like that. Dan Aykroyd <laughs> on the crack right, I think. Yikes. Anyway. Okay, so that's a fun fact. I did not know hmm. that that actor was uh, in an interesting place at no. the moment. He is doing Ghostbusters 3, but it's Stranger Things, though. Oh, really? Whatever that movie is. Have you okay. heard of that? No, I they, have not. They... They announced a Ghostbusters film that is basically the Ghostbusters are teaching young kids how to be Ghostbusters, and it just it just looks like Stranger oh, Things. Oh, really? Okay. So, nice. Hey, that doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. Sounds better than recent Ghostbusters I movies. I liked that movie. I, I also was alright with that movie. I just felt... It was a meh movie. <laughs> so they go, uh, they go out, Judy and Vader, they go out right, to a yeah. shop... They go hang at a chemist or something? I don't know where something. it was. Of course, they're hanging at a chemist. They don't want to die. No. They know all about death, Sandro, so mm-hmm. they got to get those drugs. They don't want those swollen toes. Ugh, they want please the don't thing. mention those ever again. Um, um, there's this guy that Judy likes who Judy yep. thinks likes Vader, and that was when I went, oh, this is the puberty film. That's Yay. what this one is. Well, it's half puberty film. It's kind also- of. Uh, yeah, it's I more of a it's, subplot. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like not really. It's a becoming an adult film, so yeah. puberty is part of that. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then, and like, then... She, she asks her parents about it, and that yeah. was a pretty funny scene. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just he's like, like, "Oh dear, I'm a grown man. I don't like the fact that my daughter's coming of age. <laughs> oh dear." Anyway, and his wife is like, "Oh, it's just part of growing mm. up." Uh, she wants to ask her mum some questions. Yes. So she's like, yeah, I'm going well, through all this. I can't yeah. ask my dad stuff. Yeah, because he only knows about him bombing. <laughs> um, I could ask my stepmum, but, you know, I've already asked her a lot. And also she's pregnant and I don't want to annoy her. I wish yep. I could ask my mum. Ah, but your mum's dead. Oh, that's And so uh, the teacher in her English class... Yeah. Or, like, writing class... Or whatever. ...is like, what I want you to do over the next week or so... Yep is I want you to write an essay about someone you admire, yep. but someone you have never met. Ah. And some of the class members are like, oh, yep. write about Elvis. Yeah, except it's it's really dumb because the teacher's like, calls out people yeah. in the middle of class just after he's revealed this. Mm. He calls them out on the spot. They yeah. have to come up with yeah. someone. What are you going to do? Yeah, if I was a kid, <laughs> I'd be terrified in that class. One of the guys is like, I'll do one on this lady who runs or something. And he's like, why do you want to do that? And he's like, oh, I enjoy uh, 
enjoy watching her run. And it's like, why do you enjoy that? And it's like, oh, oh never, never mind. mind. I'll do it on someone else. <laughs> yeah. <was> weird. <laughs> yeah, no. It was a really weird scene. Anyway, it was kind of and funny then though, she's but... asked yeah. what she's doing it on. And she's like, I'm going to do it on my mum. I never met my mum. <laughs> so she asks her dad more information about her mum. And uh, turns out she was in a theatre group. Yeah. So, so like, she came to town and they met and they were like, hey, let's, I'm just going to move here. Yeah. And that's, and that's how that all worked. Yeah. There was a kind of f- funny line while they were having that conversation. They're trying to pick out wallpaper for her new room. Yeah. And Ackroyd's like, how about this nice, like, yellow olive wallpaper? Yeah. And she's like, no, dad. And goes and grabs the black wallpaper. It's like, I want this one. And he's like, oh no, she's getting moody. She's a teenager. Oh no. It was it was a good scene. It was good so one. dumb. That's followed by another great scene. Yeah. Where her classmates are like, why are you going to do it on your mum? Why is she so special? And Vader comes up with the most intricate line. Yes. It's so good. He's like, well, she was a yeah. spy for the Russians. She was an undercover. What? She was an undercover uh-huh. actor who went to Russia to discover their plans. Uh-huh. And she comes out with like this whole like movie plot. Yeah. Like weaving it into real life and it really works. And it's, it's good. Yeah. And it's then good. the kids are like, no. <laughs> That's dumb. You're dumb. And then they like, you should pick someone else. Mm. But she doesn't. She does not. She, yeah. So she's like, I need to find information about me mum. Uh, it's the doctor from Blink again. <laughs> I need to find information about me mum. That is not the same accent. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go talk to, to my stepmum. And the I like, hope this oh. character shows up in every ca- in every single episode from now on until <laughs> until people start complaining. Jeez, oh, Doctor oh. from Blinks in every episode. Oh, you know what you should do? You should go to Las Vegas, Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah, whatever. Same thing. One of those two. Um, <laughs> that's right. Because your your uncle's there. You should go, because that's where your mum used to live. You mm. should go visit them. Yeah. I think the uncle was in the first one. Yeah. I can't remember when, but I know Uncle Phil, the oh, character's name, Uncle Phil. He shows up in the first one for like okay. mm, like two minutes or so. Yeah, no. I thought yeah. it was like uh, just some new characters they introduced. For his partner and her son, they were new characters. But uh, yep. yeah, for for him, he was in the first one for like a minute oh, or there something. There you go. Didn't um. Know. So, yeah, Shelly's like, you should go to L.A., but her dad does not approve. Yeah, her dad's like, you don't send a child to Los Angeles by herself. She can get her ears pierced and legs shaven and God knows what else. Okay, <laughs> apparently, uh, <laughs> I guess ear piercing, I can understand. Leg shaving, I'm like, uh... But how does, how, how does she convince her dad to let her go? I bought a ticket. They try and convince him. Yeah. Then mid trying to convince him, she's like, oh, yeah, I already bought a ticket. And he's like, what? And she's like, I spent my whole allowance on it. My whole life savings on this mm. ticket. And that won't let me he's get like, a refund. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then he's like, how did you, How did they do this? How did a miner buy this? And the wife is like, I helped. And he's like, <laughs> what? It was good. It was a good one. It was great because <laughs> the first they half literally hour just of this didn't film is cons- so good. salt him yeah. at all. Anyway. <laughs> was... And Dan Aykroyd, like, I, he's a great actor when he's a paranoid person. He's yeah, a really no, good no. paranoid comedic actor. He's great he when he's well. worried. Yeah. He does yeah. worried really well. Anyway, so she goes to the airport, she flies over to LA. 
Woo. And she's met by a guy called Nick. Yeah. Um, so she's waiting for her uncle. Yeah. Because she's been told by her dad to be super careful not to talk to strangers and get on all this trouble. If you see a nun, don't even talk to the nun. <laughs> don't even talk to the nuns. <laughs> That's a line. Yeah. This... And just like the line that I said before about getting your ears pierced, it comes back around at the end. Yeah. So anyway, so good joke writing film. So she meets this kid called Nick, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm here to pick you up. And she's like, no, I'm not coming with you. And then he steals her bag. I was I not was like, a fan of Nick for yeah, most no, of this Nick, film. Nick is not a character I'm a fan of. He's just kind of a dick. Yeah. He would be about the same age as her. So like, Oh, yeah, they're, they're does, both the same age. It, it does make sense age-wise that he would act like that, but that doesn't make it any less annoying. Yeah, it's just kind of annoying. Anyway, so... He takes... Right. They hop in a taxi. Yeah, they steal a taxi or something. They literally push a woman out of the way to get into this taxi. I know it's meant to be a joke, but, like, good Ooh, lord. This kid. Yeah. Um. And then they, they drive to the shop. Yeah, so Uncle Phil, he owns an auto repair shop. Yeah. Uh, and that's where he lives. His partner, Rose, I believe. Yeah. Uh, it's where she lives as well. And her son... Nick. So Nick is not blood related to Phil. Um, yeah. Uh, which is a, an integral plot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so bad. Anyway. Anyway, so they, they run this like repair shop for cars and other things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she's she meets up with them and it's all, it's all yeah. so cool. She's like, I wanna go I wanna go and have a look around for my mum and yep. uh, and Uncle Phil's like, Well, Nick, you you better go with her as a tenor and uh, I'll pay yep. you. So go and make sure she's safe around around LA. Yep. And uh, she's like, "Oh, are you just coming me to get paid?" And he's like, "No, I'm just 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 trying to be nice and help you out." I mean, he's a dick about it, but yeah. But both... so is she to a point as well. Yeah, they're no, both they're pretty both... mean towards each other for a lot of the yeah. <laughs> so they go uh, to find info on her mum. Yep. First, they check out the high school she was. Uh, yeah, she to try in. and find a yearbook. Uh, unfortunately, solid prank. Mm. They've pranked her. School doesn't exist anymore. Oh, she got pranked by the prank patrol. And a fire. And a fire. Because <laughs> the school well. burnt down. <laughs> which is uh, a bummer. And uh, sort of puts a kink in her plans. But she's like, you know what? There's still like a, a yearbook or something yeah, we can go and find. Got to be out there somewhere. So they go to the big warehouse in LA that contains every single yearbook ever. Apparently, yeah, it might be the like the people that print yeah, it. Yeah, something like that. Something, yeah, okay. some sort of library of books or something. Yeah. Storage, something like that. Uh, anyway, she finds a person mm-hmm. uh, who's in nearby, which is a police guy. <laughs> now this police guy again. Okay. Flashback to Blink. The police and that. Kind of incompetent. Yeah. This police guy, though, is a new level of incompetent. Oh, he's just... Oh, it's so dumb. His character's dumb. It's a dumb character. I thought it was kind of funny, though. Yeah. Like, he's got this weird feud going on with Nick as well. Yeah, no. It's just like, what's the point of this? What is even happening? So, the police officer talks about her mum. He reveals that he turned her in for smoking. Yes. So, she's like, wait, my mum smoked? (gasps) Mm. And he's like, yeah, she was kind of just a bad student. And he he was the hall monitor. Mm. 
he was the classic nerdy geek, and then Nick's like, wow, what a nerdy geek person. How dare you do your job <laughs> and, and get someone in trouble for smoking? So the police officer is like, well, there's also someone else who went to the school. You should go and ask him. He is uh, a guy called Stanley. He's a photographer. Yep. And he's real, like, weird. Yeah, he's a no, strange bloke. He's just a weird person. <laughs> yeah, no. It was like, very funny. It was, <laughs> it was, it was just weird. Like, he was at this wedding and just yelling at people to smile, just in a, like, deeply unnerving yet yes. hilarious way. Everybody smile, pretend like you're happy inside, <laughs> cheese, click, beautiful, what an amazing photo. And then he moves on, but in, like, a really bland yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he's talking to her in this, this monotone sort of thing, like, yeah, I knew your mother, your mother was real nice, I'd never forget a face, <laughs> like... She always did, uh, yeah. and then she he talks about uh, yeah. her mom and how she was he, yeah. an actor. Yeah, uh, she was an actor. She was oh. also uh, a poet. Yeah, and we sort of move on from him. So there yeah, you go. He's gone. What a, what a character. Uh, she's like, man, I wish I could find this poet. I think his yeah. name is Betamire or something. Yeah, something like that. Because she's a fan of his poems. Yeah, and she's like, man, I wish I wish we could run into that poet. And they're walking yeah. on the street, and they run into the poet on the street. I quite liked him. He was like, he's a little bit grumpy, but in like a tongue in cheek way. He's like a, he's a grumpy old man. Like who's self aware that he's a grumpy old man? Yeah. He he was, (laughs) he was like a meta, a grumpy old man, which was great. Um, and pretty much he's, he's doing a bit of poetry or something outside. They help him upstairs because his like flats up a flight of stairs. He takes quite a bit to get up. He, He has this line where, um, where they're like, well, at least you get some exercise. And he's like, yeah, uh, keeps me young. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is, uh, yeah, yeah, very amusing. Anyway, he's like, yeah, no, I knew her. You want to be a poet? Don't. No one cares about poets. People, only people care about TVs. TV. Uh, don't be a poet, be a TV repairman. <laughs> Which I thought was great, because I was expecting him to say, like, an actor or something, yeah. a TV presenter or something, but no, a TV repairman. It's good. Which is, which is funny. Vader and Nick, they're sort of, like, hit a dead end. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what do we do? So they go off to a park, and she reveals this m- mood ring. Yeah. Uh, Macaulay Culkin gave it to her. Yes, that's what I thought. Like, that's this is the point where I learned about Macaulay Culkin's character. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, that was a unique character. Oh, he died. <laughs> yes. Oh. Oh. So, okay. she, so she dropped the mood ring in a forest. He yep. went off to find it, got stung by a bunch of bees, died, but held onto it and gave it to her. So, like, she's... Really attached she's this mood very ring. Very attached to the mood ring. Uh, and so what does Nick do to this mood ring that she's just uh, revealed how much she likes it? It's just such a cringy scene, because obviously this is what the writers put out, that he's going to be a, just a dick. Yeah. But, oh boy, it's like, it's not cool, dude. <laughs> not cool at all. Anyway, he says he wants to have a look at it, mm. um, see how it works. He tries to put it on. But it's not working, and then he won't give it back. No. Because she's getting nervous now, and she really wants it back. Then he, like, starts flailing around, they're running after each other, and then they get near this tar pit. Yes. They're fighting over it near the edge, and then he goes, "Uh uh-oh. And she's like, what? It's like, I've dropped it. And she's like, 
no. Mm. And then she, like, runs away. She runs towards the tar pit, is about to, you know, she starts climbing this fence. He tries to stop her, pulls it down, and she's like, no, I have to get that ring back. And he's like, this ring? <laughs> and he pulls up the ring. Mm. Yeah, no, I just kept it. Low. <laughs> yeah. Um, We continue the them trying to find people who knew her mother storyline they made an actor yep. the actor yep. reveals that his ex was good friends oh, with Maggie, right. yeah, that's who true. they go and see later so on. they they go see this actor because they know she was an actor and he's like oh yeah she was real pretty you're real pretty you would make a great movie star and that's all that is he's yep. just there to point them in the direction of someone else they yep. go home Phil and Rose are getting ready to have a date night. Yep. So they leave the house and they're like, you better stay here, you better eat your food and you better go to sleep and no more funny business. Yep. And so they sneak out. Yeah, because of course <laughs> they've got to do it today. There's this weird scene where they go to like a club or a bar or something yeah, and they... this guy just blows a weird smoke no, in no, the no. face. No, no, no. They're like outside a bar or okay. something. They're not in it because, yeah. you know, they're children. But like they're just out and about on the streets and this guy just... Walks past them and blows smoke in their face. And I'm like, well, who does that? I don't know. Anyway. She sees a place to get her ears pierced and is like... For super cheap. Mm. And you get earrings for only $5. Yeah. Um, so, of course, she gets her ears yeah. pierced. Which it's... is exactly what the <laughs> the dad was afraid of. Which mm-hmm. comes up, rules of threes, comes yeah. back at the very end. Which is really funny. I was, I was very yeah. glad about that. That was a good gag. I sort of liked... Nick's take on is getting pierced though he's like yeah. oh it's a barbaric custom yeah, 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 <laughs> just... yeah. and then after she has it <laughs> it's a very weird stance he's like very fervent about this yeah. stance then she asks him again and he's he just repeats yeah I just think it's a barbaric <laughs> sort of thing oh but on you they look alright it's just ugh like, oh. Ah, there's this. Ah. This is followed by um, one of my least favorite scenes, but I kind of had fun with it because it's a yeah. bit funny. Where they just spend like two minutes explaining how they aren't actually cousins. Yeah, no, just cause, because cause, like you know what's coming. Yeah, no, they're like they focus on <laughs> the fact that his parent or his mum or whatever. They could get married. Yes. Then that would make them cousins. Yes. But they're not blood related. No. So that's fine. Just... That's totally fine. I'm glad that's a feature of this movie. It's good stuff. Uh, uh, they go back home and the parents are like... stuff. <laughs> they go back home and Phil and Rose are like, you snuck out. How dare you? Yeah. And Phil's like, wait, you got your ears pierced without your father's permission. You didn't get your legs shaven, did you? He'd yeah. never let you visit again if I sent you back hairless and full of holes. <laughs> <laughs> Which was an amazing line. So then Vader and Nick go to the dressmaker who the actor told them about. Yep. Uh, she knew her mum. She's a pretty fun character as well. Yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Very in touch with their emotions. Yeah, so... Um, and uh, just, just sort of bursts into tears thinking about the dead person. So Vader is like, yeah, my mum died, and then she starts crying, and she's like, wait, 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 how did you know where to find me? Oh, we found your ex, and she starts crying again. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's just... Yeah. Um, anyway, she tells them about the... Uh, she accidentally mentions that her mum had a previous husband. Yes. Jeffrey. Yeah. Is his name? Um, 
and they're like, what? Yeah, Vader's kind of upset by this. Yeah, she, she's like, oh my gosh, I could have a different dad. Yeah. Because um, she's sort of upset because she thinks that maybe this other person might be her actual dad. Mm-hmm. Nick is all like, yo, don't worry, you're beautiful. You're you. You're <laughs> so- just... So you just be you, girl. And, at this point, uh, Nick is just a compliment machine for the rest of the film. Yeah, and uh, it's just, just it's not good. Uh, I just hate their stupid relationship. I get it. They're kids. They're just having a relationship. Yeah, it's not gonna last. No one cares. <laughs> They're gonna be cousins soon. It's just gonna be weird. Just stop the it. Guy. Get some guy. help. Um, Get on you, Nick. You know what? What Nick? He was a fine actor. Yeah. He's a fine actor boy. He's just has the worst character to play ever. Anyway. Yeah. It's his character where I could really notice the change in writer. Because yeah. I feel like if it was the same writer as the first film, it would have been somewhat like enjoyable his storyline. But because it's in the hands of someone who writes everything Hollywood, it's oh, like okay. Oh, okay, sure. This is this is what we're getting. Yeah. Uh, it starts picking up at this point, and I actually thought this next part, whole half of the film was, or like quarter or whatever. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, actually. It so, was really fun. Yeah, all the... They, they tied off all the stories hmm. nicely, which was good. So she goes back to the policeman. Yeah. And is like, hey, I need information on this guy called Jeffrey. Can you illegally look up where he lives for us? <laughs> And he's like, no, I can't do that. I can't. Like, if I needed to get that information, I'd have to... Hey, nerd! Hey, shut up, Nick. How about you... you how about you, nerd, stop being a dweeb all your life? Nick. Just... How about uh, you... Don't be such a freaking to- loser. I told you to lose this guy. How about you don't be such a loser and you you actually hey, do Nick. something cool? Hey, Nick, how about I... Uh, how about I actually do look up this guy... Uh, because to do that, I need to give him a criminal record. How about I just, I just quickly give him a quick criminal charge? Yep. And look him up. Wow! Now, now that you've broken the law for two children to prove that you're not a nerd, now I can give you deep respect. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's it's but really it's funny. dumb. It, 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 it's funny. A, it's a funny scene. Um, but <laughs> so... what is this police officer doing? Uh, he's breaking gonna lose the law job. for his. I like he could have. He could have been like, hey, where does this guy live? He's got a speeding ticket. But yep. that's not the lie he comes up with. He's like, yeah, I need the address for Jeffrey. I think he's going after the governor. Yeah, no. Uh, well, what they needed... Because, you see, he calls up at first to get the address, yeah. and they tell him it'll be done in, like, a week. Mm. And they're like, well, we'll be gone in a week now. And so he's like, well, I can't do much more. And then he's like, come on, don't be such a nerd, you nerd. And mm. he's like, all right. Um, and so he has to bump up it in the queue yeah. to know where they are. Um, so he makes up this lie that he's after the governor and gets their address. So she's he's losing his job. Maybe, yeah, probably. I hope he does. I hope but... he does. Or maybe Jeffrey does get arrested in uh, My Girl 3. Oh, wow. And What a twist. <laughs> what a twist. Um, so she goes over to, to Jeffrey's house with Phil. Yep. Uh, she introduces herself. Turns out he's remarried. Uh, yep. They've got a kid. Yep. And he already knew that she existed, which is yes. interesting. She lear- He learned about it after the other person died. Yeah. 
probably something about the funeral or something. Yes. They, no, well, this is me. This is me assuming outside well, the movie, which yeah. is good to do. We know that Dan Aykroyd didn't know about him. Yes. So I don't know if he would. have Oh invited. yeah, that's true. That's yeah. No, that know. doesn't make sense with my theory. Which or is a maybe, really or maybe interesting... he does know, but just doesn't want to know the specifics, like what his name was or anything. Yeah, maybe, like. maybe. But, you know, who knows? We don't really know. I'm pretty sure back anyway, then they used to publish um, funerals and everything in the paper, so we probably yes, found about it that way. I mean, he probably just learnt about it from friends or mm. whatever. Anyway. Uh, uh, Jeffrey has a home video of... Yeah. ...of their times as an acting trip. Yeah. And so we play that. It's a really cool way to get like an ending on this journey. Yeah. Having so we, video. we just see this video of her mum just sort of going around being an actor, being sort of human, having fun and laughing and all this thing and she get she gets real emotional mm. and he's like, uh, do, you, do you want these movies? And she's like, yeah. yes. He's a nice guy. Anything. Yeah, he's a, he's nice a cool guy. guy. And uh, then, then they have this talk where she's like, are you my dad? And he's like, no. <laughs> no. No, I am not. As much as I'd love to be your dad, I'm not. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Calm down, young lady. <laughs> uh, and then they have a good hug out. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you're, you're a fantastic girl. The reason we broke up, in fact, was because I didn't want to have any children. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was super glad that she did eventually get a child from this other guy. Yeah, so yeah. He's, he's really cool. He is. He's just a cool guy. He's a good, he's a good bloke. Good bloke, good bloke, solid um, dude. We've sort of ignored it up until this point, but I guess now we should mention yeah. this side character. Yeah. Uh, a doctor that drives a Jaguar. Oh, right, yeah, this character, I forgot about him. He's keeps coming back to this repair shop mm. to hit on the lady who's mm. with the uncle. Yeah, yeah. But she's... Giving him the cold shoulder yeah. because the uncle doesn't want to marry her yeah. because he's scared of commitment. Exactly. So there's this whole sort of side story about them mm. and their relationship. Vader. She goes back to the auto repair shop, says goodbye to Phil, Rose, and Nick. Yeah. And the doctor who shows up last minute with yep. a cake. Yeah, with a cake. <laughs> he's like, oh... It's a traditional cake from where you come from because they had that conversation earlier. Yeah, it's just from like um, and he's hungry or something. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm putting my foot down. The uncle it is. Yeah. Um, I'm putting my foot down. How dare you come in to, to harass mm. this person? Come on, tell him we're in a relationship. And it's like, what relationship are we in, are we? And then they have this whole confrontation where he's trying to get her to tell the other guy yeah. that they're in like a... Uh, a relationship or whatever, and yeah. she's like, "Are we though? Are we?" And he's like, "Well, we are. Are we? I, I love you." And he sh she's like, "Do you mm -hmm. prove it?" Sort of thing. And he's like, "Well, uh, will you marry me?" <laughs> and she's like, "Hell yeah!" Yeah. And all throughout it, this doctor guy is just there with like this sad look on his face. Yeah, it's no, kind of it's funny. great. It's really great <laughs> how they just like snub him. Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, I'll just, I'll just leave now. Bye. Uh, so they drop Vader off at the airport. First off, they're like, bye, uncle. Thank you very much. Bye, aunt. Yeah. Uh, Rose or whatever, because they're going to get married. Yeah. So, hey, Nick, we're cousins. That's a bit of a bummer. No, it isn't. Because he kisses her. Now, it was forced and not great. 
Yeah. But Phil and Rose's look on their face as Nick yes. walked out, having seen this, was just a look like, of like, what? <laughs> what it was you... great. Yeah, no, that was the probably the best bit of that scene. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, that was, yeah. that was a funny way to end what was a very strange. Yeah, no, that's uh, pretty awkward. Anyway, she goes back home. Uh, yeah. She arrives minutes after Shelly has her baby. Yep. And that's how it ends with yeah, them. Yeah, so, so she, she, you know, they go and uh, meet the baby. The the dad makes a comment. It's like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. They hug and whatever. Mm. It's like, wait a minute. What's that on your ears? <laughs> Which I was like, yes. Good joke. Good, Got good, him. good. It's all uh, resolved. And yeah. that is the end of the film. Yeah. So, what did you think? Um... It's definitely a little bit of a misstep from the first one. It's got a few sequel cliches. Yeah. Mainly just the whole romance thing I thought was a bit forced. Yeah, no. Um, what do you think of, like, the plots? Which is a stronger plot? I know I think the other film, like, the first film Mm. probably has a stronger plot on the death thing. What do you think? The first one is way more... Like, it definitely affects you more, because, like, kids die and it's quite dark at points. No, that's... Pretty dark. The second one is somewhat light. Like, it's much lighter. I do prefer the plot of the first one, but I do really like her journey with, like, her mum as well. I thought that was really really solid. There you go. Um, I would say a goodie. Goodie. I'm going to go a goodie, because I did enjoy it, despite everything with Nick being not Uh great. I did enjoy everything else. How about you? So, there you go. Okay. Well, me not seeing the first film probably has skewed me because <laughs> I just got sort of bored with this film. And maybe it's just not my kind of film. Maybe. I feel like that's more everything else. But I'm going to slam it with an oldie. Oh. And that's no, that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. Though. Yeah, no. So, you know. it's, it's really borderline for me. I feel like it could be mm. a goodie. I just didn't like I, I didn't like the subject of yeah. the plot if it was like different I feel like I'd like the first one way more than yeah. the yeah. second one so I'm gonna have to check that out All so right. if you're interested I would definitely suggest seeing the first and second one yeah these films. so, so you wouldn't say that it works as a standalone yeah no as a standalone I was pretty just like who are these people I I did like the fact that they didn't go into too much explaining that's everything. true. There's not much exposition at all. Exactly. But I still picked up on things. And mm. that's a problem with modern films nowadays. They explain everything that happens yeah. in the previous ones way too much. And it feels very condescending. In yeah. this movie, they figure that you'll figure things out, which mm. I really like. And that's why it actually like feels bad for me to rate this an oldie. Yeah. Because I feel like um, it could have been just that little bit better and it would have been a goodie. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to give it an oldie and okay. say, you can probably check this one out. I would say check it out. It's on Netflix everywhere, aside from Australia. So, yeah. so if And the a... first one is on Netflix everywhere, including Australia. So, so... at least watch the first one. I feel yeah. like that's, that's the conclusion. Definitely watch the first one. So that's a goodie from me and an oldie from Zach. Woohoo! And that's how the show works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what, for next episode, what are we doing? Next episode, you're choosing a film. Yes, that's right. Uh, let me just get the choices out. All right, yeah, you what got, was my choices? You got three picks. Uh-huh. Um, there's a basketball movie called Blue Chips. Pass. I think Shaquille O'Neal's in it. Oh, that's that's all right. Yeah, yeah, no, I like him. There's a uh, film that's 
got a pretty good rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, it's called Reality Bites. It's huh? a satire okay. about romance movies. Okay. Directed yeah. by Ben Stiller. Ooh. It stars him, Winona Ryder, and Ethan Hawke. Ooh. Or Steven Seagal's one and only directorial effort on Deadly Ground, which is oh. like an action film, I think. Oh. What's, uh, what's, what's it about? Um, it's about oil rigs. So what do we got? We got a sports film. You got a sports film. A thing about romance. A satire, yep. Satire, romance, or an action film. Have we done much action films yet? We haven't, like, done uh, an action film, though. No, we haven't done action yet, have we? No, we haven't done an action film yet. Uh, so... It is Steven Seagal, though. <laughs> yeah. It no. is your choice. I'm going to leave that to you. But Steven... We haven't done an action film yet. Yeah. I'll go with that one, actually. <laughs> You're going to go on Deadly Ground? Yeah, on Deadly Ground. We'll go with that one. All right. Next week on Deadly Ground. This is going to be fun. Hope yeah. you can join us then. Uh, we do end with our favourite quote from the film oh, we just yeah, saw. Oh, yeah, favourite quote. Uh... You got your ears pierced without your dad's permission? You didn't get your legs shaved, did you? He'll never let you visit again if I send you back hairless and full of holes. <laughs> That's definitely my favourite. That's a good quote. Yeah. And look, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Sending a kid back to a parent's hairless and full of holes. Yeah. But it's not as bad as sending that kid back with swollen toes. Oh, no, not swollen toes. Oh. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.